You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hey there, folks. How's it going? You probably think I'm about to say that this episode is sponsored by Sinusoid, but it's not. It kind of is, but it's not. But you should still go to Sinusoid.com and check out their offerings anyway. No, this episode's a little bit different. This episode is, I suppose, the official announcement of the Tone Mob Patreon. We talk a little bit about it in the episode, and we do things a little bit differently. But the reason for this extra episode in between regular Tone Mob airings is because I want to give you guys a taste of the $5 level, which we are experimenting with. The $5 level is where you actually get extra episodes every week. Um, It will be a little bit different format than what you're used to. I'll be sitting down weekly in the Shred Shed with my good friend, Mr. Justin Porter, and we will be shooting the breeze about guitars, pedals, yeah, you know, obviously pizza. There'll be a lot of food talk with me and Jess. We're foodies, so that's that's gonna happen. Um, but we're gonna do try to shoot for half hour or more episodes every week in between the regular Tone Mob episodes. And you can find out more by visiting Patreon.com/ToneMob. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com/ToneMob. And you can read about all the additional levels on there. But this is just kind of a sneak peek at what we're shooting for at the $5 level where you start getting those extra episodes. So without further ado, here's Justin Porter and I in the Shred Shed shooting the breeze. Over here. And if you could clap your hands for me, Jess, real loud. Like just, mic. just right, yeah, wherever. Yeah, do that again. Now we're synced. All right. Okay. Mr. Porter, we're here in the Shred Shed yet again, where we've been many times. Many, many times. But under a little bit different circumstances. Yes. Usually um, when we talk, we're not recording it. There's not microphones in our face. It's a little different. It, it's kind of weird. I've never talked to you. We even when we did record, yeah, like a we, year ago, well, the mics weren't like right in our face. No, it was kind of in the center of my car. It was more just like we were just driving and chilling. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. But here I'm just like staring at this it's thing. Like, yeah, it's that's right not even face. how I'm used to recording in general. I record remote, so I'm not looking at anyone in their that, dead in their eyes. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of enjoyable. Maybe. It is. I guess we'll find out. It's always a little bit stiff at first. Like, I haven't done a ton of it in person, but a few. And it's always a little bit like, why are we staring at each other like this? You you recorded Keely. Keely in here, but there again, we just kind of threw the mic up in the center of the room. Oh, okay. And it was a little less like that. Okay. 
and then and then, and then yeah, Andy. Andy, we did just like this, and it was kind of like starting. We might have even had the same conversation. I don't remember. It's possible. It's highly likely. Yeah. Um, but um, and, and then, then there Brian. Was that, there was that time at Nam with yeah, you know, with Brian, but, which was even closer because we were using the same microphone. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was. I'm that sure, was, that was really cute. It was very, very intimate. It probably looked like we were about to get in a fight because we were just like, like "Dude, bro, out of my face!" <laughs> yeah, just get out of my face. Standing, staring, like four feet, like three feet maybe apart from each other, like just like staring at each other in the middle of an empty hall, like where there was a deal gone bad in yeah. the in the back room at Nam, <laughs> which I'm sure has happened before. I'm sure it has. There's probably been some throwdowns at Nam. Yeah, like one hundred percent. that. <laughs> Instead of the Pedal Builders Summit, there's a Pedal Builders Throwdown, but it's like the scene out of Anchorman. Oh, man. That would be amazing. It would. I would I would legitimately enjoy watching Who that. Who would you like? Which Pedal Builders would you like to see fight? Oh, man. That's... Well, uh... Not that I think anybody actually would, but who would you like to see brawl? I know it's that's a tough... A, that's, a, that's a tough question. This is not uh, the topic we were thought no. we were going to talk about, but it's definitely no. worth talking it's, it's, about now. It's worth going down uh, this road. Mm-hmm. I would say, let's go with. Uh, I think Brian Bicknell looks like he's been in a scrap or two. I think he could hold on his own from Spruce. You yeah, think, from you think, Spruce. Yeah. You think he'd okay? Who you, who, um, who would he brawl against? Who would I, who would I put him up against? Uh, uh, let's see. It's a tough decision. Uh, well. I think it'd be interesting to uh, to watch him and Jack go go at him it. and Jack Deville, Jack Deville yeah. go at it. I think Jack Deville's a scrapper. Yeah, I, I think I think, I it think would, they both could be. I, th- I think it could be a that could be an ugly situation. It all could around. be. I, I don't want to see it. I don't actually. Like, I, see I don't it. want to. Actually, I, like I don't want any of this to happen at all. No, <laughs> I'm tired of talking about it. I don't. I don't. I'm getting bad visuals. It was yeah. a good idea at yeah, first. It was, and it, it it took a bad turn. Now it's taking a dark turn yeah. where people are getting cut. Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't like this idea at all. Um, never mind. Let's so, keep the Pedal Builder mm, Summit. That's much more enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, I think, and you know, less death. Let's a little bit. A little, well, yeah, D- different reasons. <laughs> I mean, so, it's a surprise we survived when we tried to steal Yoshi's car. Oh, dude. <laughs> I yeah, I will never forget that. Uh, it was the most amazing thing that has ever happened to me. I think. I think I've talked about it on on the podcast before. Maybe. Yeah, I. I don't remember who you were talking to, but I remember it coming up. Yeah, that it was a what the situation was is we called it Uber uh, at the same time as uh, Yoshi, who's the president of Boss. You may have heard of that company before. Yeah, and I mean, we, little up and comer. Up, yeah, a little scrappy upstart. I think they're going to do big things. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it just so happened that our Uber car was the same exact color and year and model and everything <laughs> as the Uber that he ordered. And so when it showed up, we thought it was for us, and we climbed in, and it was like, hey, no, you're trying to steal my car. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's our it's car. Like, no, this is our car. And, and uh, the guy that was with Yoshi, I didn't catch his name, but he uh, he checked the license plate, and he's like, nope, this is ours. Yeah, I was like, oh, sorry, <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I feel really weird now. <laughs> so that was a little awkward, but it was fine. But what we should probably talk about, since this is like the beginning of a, possibly a new a new thing, we should probably explain what the new thing is, and then um, we'll go we'll go from there. It's a good idea. The new thing is we're gonna try this whole Patreon thing that um, 
a lot of casters and different content creators have been doing, and we thought, well, how? What are we gonna do? So we we decided, uh, or I decided, like, well, Jess and I have lots of conversations that should probably be recorded anyway, yeah. and a lots that shouldn't be recorded. And yeah, then, and we'll we'll go ahead and not record those. And then we won't. We'll also. just hit. We'll just delete those ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we thought it would be something that we could try a little extra tone mob content for uh, all of you wonderful listeners out there, and. Um, yeah, so this is our first go at the Patreon extra bonus episodes, and we're going to go ahead and put this one out in the main feed just as a little announcement. Like, hey, everyone, this is a thing that we're going to try. Um, so you can look in the show notes for this one, and that'll take you to Patreon. And we haven't hammered out all the deets of what the rewards are going to be, but this will definitely be at one of the levels. So once we get that 100% nailed down, we'll announce it. But we should go and explain for some of the listeners a lot of them have listened to your episode but a lot of people might not know who justin porter is and it's, uh it's we, actually the one episode that i haven't listened to all the way through it's a good episode because i know we talked about a lot of cool stuff but i was listening to myself talk and i was like i can't i, I can't listen to that i know i know the it's it's, it's a thing it's so weird like, why every, is that a thing i don't know everyone does it everyone I do the same thing. I'm, I don't like listening to them. I have to sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just to remember what I even said. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I just had to listen to the episode with Tom from MXPX the other day because mm-hmm. my wife wanted to listen to it on a road trip. Oh, yeah. It was like nails on a chalkboard it, to me. That was a good episode, though. <laughs> it was. It was, was. He was a treat. It was just like, who's that other idiot <laughs> talking? But... I figured uh, we this would be a good time to intro the Patreon stuff and intro Jess, mm-hmm. and this is going to be, hopefully, uh, we'll see how it all works out, a weekly thing for the Patreon subscribers. So, Jess, why don't we tell me a little bit, tell me a little bit about yourself, Jess. Well, uh, as you may or may not know, <laughs> I uh, you know live in the same town as you, mm-hmm. and I've been hanging out with you for about 15 years. Something like that. It's kind of weird to think that it's been that long, but... Yeah. Um, So I am a friend of Blake's. Um, I like guitar. I've been playing for a while. He's been playing longer than we've been Uh, hanging out. Yeah. Pretty much. You've probably been playing... Just just a little bit longer. Okay. uh, I know that I was not very good when we started playing in the band yeah neither was i as it turns uh, out yeah we were all kind of terrible but we all uh kind of helped each other get better i think yeah and that was a lot of fun uh so i guess we started hanging out because of the band yes uh and just over the years like basically jess is one of my best friends and we always talk about gear, and he's like been a part of the Tone Mob community stuff, like really in depth uh, for a you know a long, long time. And it's uh, it you know he's the guy uh, that you know we nerd out together separately, and you know through the through the uh, I don't know the years of n- nerding out on music and gear, you know that's like part of what has led to this whole thing. So yeah. it you know. It's a, it's a, and it seemed like a natural thing to try. Like, hey, let's, uh, let's. This is what we do. Yeah, let's record let's it. Let's record it. You know, <laughs> uh, and maybe somebody might be interested in what we have to say. 
Yeah. So so that's Jess, uh, and if you want to know more about him, you can. I think we went into a decent amount of detail on yeah. his first Tone Mob episode where we were driving in a car, which is I don't know episode thirty I, or forty. I don't know. Everyone else no can idea. rattle off their numbers, and I don't ever remember what. They I don't were. know what my number was. Just look at Car Ride with Justin Porter. It's yeah. it's it's in the backlog, and you know get a little more of, of this with a lot more road noise. Yeah. Oh man, the road noise was so bad. Yes. That was another reason I couldn't listen to that episode. I was actually surprised well. at how not bad it was, though. Yeah. It was. It was to be expected, but like for how we did it, it wasn't so bad. Yeah. That's. That's fair. All things considered. Yeah. But we'll just get right into it. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're kind of exploring this format. There's a lot different. Obviously, I'm not interviewing or or anything like normal. Yeah. We're just gonna talk about stuff. We're just gonna talk about. Hopefully guitars, but probably mostly food, and so that's just what happens. It's, I mean, it happens on on the on the regular show, and I mean, it's in real life, pro- it's yeah, in real life. So it's it's bound to make its way into this. <laughs> I mean, we're all we're thing. both really big food fans. Yes. So yeah, it's gonna be good. So we post po- bleh, 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 went ahead and uh, posted posted a uh, little kind of a. Kind of, hey, I'm getting ready to record with Blake and posted the, uh, asking for topics. Yeah, in the Tone Mob so, Facebook group is where yes, that was. Yes, Uh So we got some good suggestions. Got some good suggestions. I think we're going to start off with the, uh, what was it, the Dream Guitar? The Dream Guitar? We that's That seems like an easy one to, to go for. Yeah, because I've got it memorized. I, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> well... I think people have heard me talk about it a lot, so you go first. Okay, so mine, I think uh, I think by now just about everybody knows who Kevin Equitz is. And oh yeah, he was he was the most recent, I believe. Yeah, he was the drop. he was the last episode so, as of the recording of this. Yeah, I'm not sure about when this drops, but it was very recent. Yeah, very recent. Um, it was a great episode, um, but I was first introduced to his guitars. When I went down to uh, to Cowerfest to pick up my Arcturus and and your Oceana, mm-hmm. um, he brought that black Ashford that he has with the white P90s. Oh in it. yeah, yeah. That yeah. guitar is so freaking good. Mm-hmm. So I immediately fell in love with his guitars, and then uh, he did the Rayburn with the fuzz in it and with Leon, and so I played Leon's Rayburn, and it just solidified how much I love Kevin's guitars. Mm-hmm. So my my dream guitar, I, I even have the color picked out and everything. Uh, so me. I want... Tell me, tell me. I want an Equitz Ashford mm-hmm. with uh, kind of a copper sparkle Ooh. finish on it. Ooh. Um, and I want Righteous Sound 2121s. Oh, I like the sound of the this. Neck and bridge. This is, this sounds fantastic. It's uh, that's what I want. Hardtail? No, I I think I think I'd go with the Bigsby on that. You going Bigsby? Bigsby oh. or Mastery? If I don't I don't really know if a Mastery would work with the with the carved top. Mm, depends on how it sits. I, I don't. It might. Yeah, I don't really know anything about that, but Kevin could figure it out. He'll figure it out for you. But. A uh, little. Uh, it's not happened yet. We haven't officially closed the deal. But um, uh, I was talking to Kevin here recently, and he said, "Hey, you remember that red Rayburn? I'm thinking about you know selling it because the deal didn't work out the way he originally planned on." Mm. 
And I was like, he's like, you think it will sell? I'm like, sure it will. <laughs> to me. Give it to me. <laughs> Dude, that thing is sweet. Which is funny because it's like the one shot of, of that I've used for my profile pic forever was <laughs> yeah. me holding that guitar, not really thinking that it was ever going to be a guitar that I was going to get. But yeah. we haven't worked it out like 100%, but mm-hmm. it's... As soon as, uh, as soon as you know, we're both kind of making doing some trips this summer, and once we get that all, you know, under our belt, we'll 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 wheel and deal and get it kind of locked down. But yeah, yeah, I was like, duh. then I immediately was like, I shouldn't have done that, but uh, too late. <laughs> yeah, I'm not backing out of it. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna argue with it. <laughs> no, why would you? So I mean, you got a lot of really really cool guitars that I love playing. Um, so what? Is are you going with that Rayburn as your dream guitar, or is there something no? That's else? I mean that's not what I would have picked as my dream guitar um, per se. Mm-hmm. I I mean I like it. There's obviously I like guitars in general. Well, I like lots of guitars. Yeah, I find merits in in many of them. Um, but my dream guitar, I mean officially, you know, if you want to, by all accounts, the dream guitar has already been achieved for me. Because um, I mean, yeah. you remember? Oh yeah, way back. How long yeah. did I want the white Les Paul custom? Like uh, for probably longer the, than I knew you. <laughs> right. For about like since we played together, like oh, I want a yeah. white Les Paul custom. Yeah. And and so when I found that one here last year, I mean that was like it was a weird thing. It was a weird realization of a dream, like that I kind of had th- just kind of thought wasn't going to happen, mm-hmm. just because I'd played so many stinkers. Yeah. I'd like played a ton of Les Paul customs and, and it's, it, you know, they, they had all the ones I played, I'd probably played 20 plus mm-hmm. over the years. And I was like, maybe I don't want one of these. Like huh. maybe I just like it aesthetically and that's it. And, yeah. And, and there's this nothing one, wrong with that. It, no, there's, there's nothing wrong with wanting one just for aesthetic purposes, but I was like, I'm not going to buy one that I'm never no. going to play. Yeah. There's no point to that. So I felt really lucky when when I got that one last year, and it's not even what I thought. You know, I didn't like whose dream guitar. Not very many people's quote unquote dream guitars from 1981. It's yeah, like, it's like not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a des- like a technically desired year. It just uh, it turns out that those late 70s, early 80s Les Pauls, um, the customs, and a few others were are actually more desirable than I realized. Oh yeah, they're they're not like crazy but there there's definitely guys that look for them because they got the shaw humbuckers and yeah. all that stuff which sound amazing yeah so that's that's probably my dream guitar mm-hmm. i mean other than that it's the oceana no. i i mean i don't know like realistically uh, it yeah. changes so much as which one's like my i mean if my house is burning down you know which guitar i'm grabbing well, yeah. i'm grabbing the junior well yeah so i guess that's, that's really the guitar yeah that because <laughs> well i mean not just for how awesome it is but there's a lot of sentimental value there too cause, i mean it was your grandpa's guitar so right so i that's mean it's obviously going to be i mean that's like no question like yeah. I'll, I'll miss i would miss everything oh yeah absolutely but it's like if if that is my easy like if you can grab one thing yeah and some people have asked like oh wouldn't you try to like like could your one thing be like pedals like mm-hmm. and I'm like not really because everything I have I could replace yeah like I I either know who builds it or you know it's yeah. a common thing I don't have any super rare pedals that couldn't be replaced yeah I mean what's the rarest thing I have probably that Octavia yeah. And those aren't that. Probably. Those aren't yeah, that. They're, they're kind of 
all over the place. Uh, I think as far as pedals go, for me, the you know it would have to be the uh, the seriously special twosome from Blackout mm, Effectors. That is that is that one is not made anymore. I've not ever seen, as far as I know, anyway. I don't think so. I don't think uh, it, there's another one. That I love that pedal so much. I haven't plugged it in in a while. I kind of forget about that one. You've had that yeah. for a long time. That was that was actually my first fuzz. That was a good. That buy. was the first fuzz I ever bought. It's a good and, buy. Oh man, it's so good. Mm. But uh, yeah, if I don't know, we, they might be able to. They'd probably be able to make it. I'm again. sure if it, your house burned down and you really wanted another one, you they would they, probably yeah make they'd probably you, make one. I don't know those guys, but yeah, they probably would. I I could imagine because yeah, they seem pretty cool. I had a I had to email them about something one time. They're like, oh yeah, just uh, you know. Send it in. We'll take care of it if you if you want, and if you want to take care of it yourself, then that's cool too. Oh, nice. They they were pretty cool about it. So good times. Um. So then, I guess we're done with that subject. I guess. <laughs> Great transition. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Industry professionals. Over yes. Here. I I do this all the time. You do. It's it's what I do. It is what I do, and I still am super pro <laughs> at it, as you can tell. Yep. So, what was the other? It was the, cheap guitars. There was yeah. So it was so, like a dream guitar slash cheap guitar yeah thing. And the question I don't know if I maybe people have updated in there. I, I, I was checking and, and I haven't seen an update on. Yeah, that. we were we were. Our question is what exactly is a cheap guitar? Because like, I think so, of I think of cheap being in my mind like sub two hundred dollars or two hundred you know two fifty and under would be pretty cheap. Um. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. And you know, you start creeping up into the three four hundred dollar range. I mean, first of all, you can get some great guitars in the three four hundred dollar yeah. range these days. Yeah, like shockingly good. Like, wow, mm-hmm. this is better than more more expensive guitars sometimes. Yeah. Um, but so I would, but I'd almost you know put those in the you know affordable ballpark, yeah. not so much so cheap. I think we could probably cover both. Um, you know, go go your favorite guitar sub two hundred dollars, and then your favorite like three to six hundred dollar or whatever. Yeah, that one's pretty. And that's a pretty e- wide range, but yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty pretty easy one for me in the cheap guitar because mm-hmm. I already know what my favorite one is. Although it's not like actionable advice for anyone because mm-hmm. I can't seem I can't find it. Is that old uh like probably. I don't know if it was a Tisco or who actually made it. That old marquee I used to have. Oh, dude, with the four pickups. Yes. Still kicking myself, dude. Yeah, that thing was freaking cool. I should not it, have got rid of that. It, it seemed like it was a really short scale, though. It was it was hard to play. Uh, I didn't have too much problem with the shorter scale. Okay. Um, it was definitely short scale. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how many inches it was. It was like noticeably smaller. Yeah. But it sounded so cool. It did, and it it actually stayed in tune. Yeah. And like had a good feeling neck and it, action on it, which a lot of those are very hit hit yeah. or miss. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, that was a really cool guitar. So I I would say that's it. I I would yeah that marquee, and I'm still waiting for it to come back to me. I had a guy in sixty cycle group. I can't remember email me or I can't remember how it worked. Oh, he messaged me uh, wanting to sell one that was very similar, um, but it I can't remember whatever kind of became of that. It it oh, yeah. it wasn't exactly the same mm-hmm. if I remember right, and I'm kind of I'm like want the same one. Yeah. 
I don't know. But then again, like I have, I have this fear. Like if I find that guitar again or a different model of it, it's going to show up and it's not going to be nice like that one was. Yeah, yeah. It's especially with hit and miss guitars like that. Like, like with a Strat, you know, there's really, really nice Strats, and then there's a whole bunch of them out there that don't play the same, and mm-hmm. they're they're really hit and miss. Like a Tele, I've played a lot of Teles at a lot of different levels, and you pick it up and it's like, hey, it's a Tele. It's it's good, and there's different levels of good in that. But I've never picked up a Tele and went, "This feels like garbage." Right, it's Telecaster. It's a plank of wood. It's yeah. hard to mess it up. And I I've picked up Strats and went, "This feels like garbage." Mm-hmm. But my Strat, I love, mm-hmm. and I I actually had it up for sale at one point. And I'm pretty sure I talked to you about this before, but uh, I was about to take it down because I was like, I don't think I can sell it. Mm-hmm. And then a guy messaged me because I had it on local pickup only. Yeah. And a guy messaged me and was like, would you be willing to ship it to the Midwest? And I was like, uh, I was just about to take it down. I don't know. Let me think about it mm-hmm. and I will get back to you. And he's like, okay, that's cool. And the more I thought about it, I actually lost sleep. I was like, oh, I can't, I couldn't even sleep. I was like, okay, I got to message this guy. So I, I was like, I can't do it. It was my first guitar and I, I can't do it. And he's like, okay, I understand. But if you ever change your mind, let me know. Mm-hmm. It's a good guitar. I've, I've always liked that and I'm not even a Strat fan. Yeah. I, uh, I've always liked that thing. I, I, I wouldn't get rid of it unless you had to, no. you know? No, um, I, and yeah, I'm not, I, I, I can't do it. No. No, but, I but I know what you mean. There's the Strat. I feel like a Strat is generally a, like a slightly more complicated guitar. Yeah. So more moving parts. The lower you go in quality, the you know. Yeah, that's that's probably it. I I I think that's probably a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. But you know, that said, we didn't answer the question very well. No, that's true. Well, you did, <laughs> you did. But then I I went off topic. Um. So my my favorite, and I know Jason said Jason Fuzzmonger mm-hmm. was the one that was like, "Hey, we, cheap guitar." We reference a lot of people in this, and these are the, oftentimes are members of the Tone Mob Facebook group. So if people are confused on this, that's what, who we're talking about. And yeah. um, just because this is this is going out in the general feed, I think most of the Patreon subscribers will probably have a a feel for some of this stuff. Yeah. But sorry for the sort of inside talking that happens once in a while it's just yeah. going to well i mean if you want to know you could just you know join the group it's true because we're a lovely bunch we do have quite a bit of fun in there uh and you know there's a lot of good knowledge in there sometimes too sometimes mostly about food but yeah we'll talk about barbecue. Uh, but anyway back to uh back to the question my my favorite cheap guitar uh jason said that you don't own but i'm not gonna do that because i own it Okay, and it's my favorite cheap guitar is the uh, the first act Volkswagen. Oh yeah, guitar dude. that thing is freaking awesome. Those are awesome. I picked it up for one hundred and thirty bucks, and it's probably the best one hundred and thirty bucks I've ever spent. That guitar is so much fun. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that when they say Volkswagen guitar, that's the guitar you got when you bought like a mid two thousand yeah. Jetta or something. Yeah, I, I think it was like yeah Jettas or Passats or whatever. You can plug it into you, the car. You can plug it into the car, yeah. and it, that was like <laughs> the selling point of the commercial. And uh, you know, I I remember seeing that and going, oh, "It's first act. It's you know just going to be a garbage guitar or whatever, and mm-hmm. whatever." But I kept hearing people say how good they were. And then uh, Anthony Anthony Chang from Sinusoid mm-hmm. picked one up at that guitar show, 
in Washington. Oh, and that's I, right. And I played it, and I was like, this does not feel like a first act. I I think that's uh, – we we talked about this when we were up there. You know, I've I've always wanted to try out one of the first act custom shop guitars because they're uh-huh. supposed to be, like, legit. Yeah. Like, fully – like, made in the USA by legit luthier mm-hmm. custom shop guitar, which is, is kind of crazy because I know everybody, myself included, when they seen – I think – I think it was the guitarist for Cancer Bats was playing a first at custom shop. Oh yeah, so I was I like, this guy's got a mince like metal tone. Like this sounds fantastic. Yeah, what's he playing? And it was like, I was like, first act. Yeah, what's going, what's on, going here? on here? What is this? Um, yeah, but and I think that's the reaction everyone had. Yeah, first act. What? Yeah, but it. Yeah, they they made some legitimately awesome guitars. And uh, yeah, I love that thing. Yeah, that's a good. That's a really good. That's a good. Uh, I, I kind of forget you have that sometimes. That guitar is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a good time. That that drive circuit that they put in there is just a blast. <laughs> it is. Good times. Good times. Well, that's uh, that's that. What There was a, for, you know, all the regular listeners of Tone Mob know, and we're going to try to keep these ones a, a little bit shorter if we can. I don't, I don't know if that's going to work very well or not, depending on how uh, off the deep end we go with some of this stuff. <laughs> but... A lot of you regular listeners will know that we we talk about food at the end of basically every episode, and I'd, I'd like to keep that tradition alive as much as possible on the mm-hmm. this these special episodes as well. So we were asked about toaster ovens, toaster ovens, and uh, what to put in them. Uh, my my simple response to that is everything. I yeah, I concur. Uh, I'm a big fan. If you if you want to reheat something. Heat it up in a toaster oven because it's going to be a thousand times better than a microwave. A lot of times you'll get that, like like if you're going to do mac and cheese or something, mm-hmm. put it in the toaster oven, you get like a little crispiness on the top, yeah. but the bottom is all cheesy and saucy and delicious. Mm-hmm. It's so good. The, the there, there are a few things. I mean, I love the microwave for many purposes. Yeah. You know, reheating coffee. Things like that. Yeah. I know that's probably like made a bunch of coffee nerds throw up, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know that much about coffee, so I'll. And I don't really like Keurigs for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Um. So I'll just like make some, and and if I don't drink it all, I'll I reheat it in the microwave. So I'm sorry if that's a a faux pas, but I it's what I do. Um. But toaster yeah. ovens, toaster ovens, I think are magical, and I think. Uh, very underutilized. I remember when uh, when I first got married, I was like, "Oh, we don't have a toaster oven. This is a a disaster." And my wife didn't understand why I might need a toaster oven. She's like, "Well, mm-hmm. just put it in the microwave, or if it goes in the oven, you put it in the oven." And it's like, "No, no, no, no. The oven no. takes See, too long to yeah. heat up. Yeah, you got to preheat it. Yeah, it it just it takes time. And I'm hungry now. Yeah, I, I want to reheat a, a sandwich. You know, five minutes. Yeah, throw it in the toaster oven." And the thing is, with a toaster oven, like a lot of people want that pop-up thing. Mm-hmm. You can get some that have both. Yeah. Um, but even if you don't, if you just get a, a decent-sized toaster oven, mm-hmm. like you can still do toast in it. Oh, yeah. That's what people are like, I want to do toast. Like You can still do toast. You can toast. still do it. You just yeah. slide it in there. I do it all the time. It's a it's a wonderful thing. I, I'm kind of like you. I, I'll reheat 99.9% of things in the toaster oven, mm-hmm. except soups. Like soup. yeah, well yeah, you can't really do that. Yeah, um, and but even then, usually, 
not all the time, but usually we'll heat it up on the stovetop. Yeah, that's that's what I do yeah. too. So right. that takes a little bit longer, and I will say the microwave is superior for reheating soups over a toaster oven. But yeah. that doesn't happen that often. I don't reheat soups that often. Yeah. Other than that, it's almost across the board a universal win. Um, trying to think mm-hmm. of a, another food that might not be as good in the toaster oven. It's all liquids, basically. Yeah, pretty much. It, you know, if if the toaster oven can't hold it, then it shouldn't go in there. But <laughs> I mean, I could slide a cup of coffee in a toaster oven. Well, you could, but the cup's going to be really hot when it, it comes out. It's going to be a weird deal. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think it's by far if you and I don't. I say I know this is a controversial subject too, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. pizza. Um, if you're gonna reheat it, it has to be in the. You're gonna put oven. it in the toaster oven. Yeah, you, you can't. In in my opinion, you can't microwave pizza because it becomes all soggy and it's kind of like not as good. Well, so there's there's a thing. There is one exception to that, and this is also kind of weird. Okay, it's when the pizza is maybe you probably shouldn't eat it because it's been it, you've had it in the refrigerator for a little too long and it's kind of stiff. Uh huh. Um, then. Actually, giving it a zap in the microwave loosens uh-huh. it up a little bit. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> and, and it and, I, it, and it, it does the negative becomes then a positive because it gives <laughs> it gives that a little bit moisture back to the. It's like a, it's like when you squirt those uh, or you drop those uh, little tiny toys into the water that expand and turn uh-huh. into a big toy. It's kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, dude, not, I forgot about those. Not really at all like that, but <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're saying. That's uh, yeah, that makes sense. It's although I just did it the other day. Is although the only so many times, I don't even reheat pizza. I I love cold pizza. That's the thing. Just take it out of the fridge, and it's delicious. I'm a I'm a all temperatures pizza guy. Yeah, like I'll eat it. Like sometimes I want the cold slice. Like mm-hmm. give me that cold slice, please. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I want the room temp slice. Yeah, dude. I mean, hot slices, uh, you know, always a good thing. Yeah, when reheated properly, but. You know, got cold slice. Cold slice is so good. It's like, mm, especially like certain ones, just they're so good cold. I think, I think the thing about that to me is like when you put it in the fridge and like all the flavors kind of, I don't know. I I feel like the flavors kind of show through better when it's cold. Some of them do, for sure. I actually had um, this is not the exact same thing at all, but um, had some amazing barbecue. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, and we had a little bit of pulled pork left over, so we were we were sort of we were sort of not really camping. Kind of, it was like a hotel, but we cooked outside. It was it was hmm. it was cool. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. So I was cooking eggs on the like a propane stove, mm-hmm. as you do. And yeah, exactly. And so I mixed up a bunch of eggs, and then I threw in the pork that had been sitting in the fridge overnight. Oh yeah. And somehow, and I mixed it all up, and we ate it. Somehow that pork got better yeah. in the fridge. Yeah. I mean, I reheated it, of course, but like the, the, the flavors the flavor, were yeah. more intense yeah. from it sitting overnight in the fridge. I don't know how it does it, but it's magic, and I love it. Yeah. Certain foods, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It just like brought out this apple-y richness oh, that was like, was like, taste this. This is well. You just ate this yesterday. Like we ate it yesterday. Uh-huh. Like we had a direct comparison. So and it's I know completely different. It was oh, it was great. Yeah. Mm. I love food. I do. I'm gonna do some grilling here pretty soon. It's been a while since I have done a a brisket. Done some pork shoulders. I'm gonna do some some more grilling here pretty soon. Mm. 
I want to get crazy. Sounds good. Very good. Well, Jess, I think we've hit our... We have. We've actually hit our half hour mark, and it feels like a comfortable place. Yeah. Instead of feeling a little short. Yeah. I, um, I think it's, it's a good uh, good format. I think it's a good amount of time. It's not going to be a hard and fast thing, for sure. Yeah. Like, what? there probably will be some that go to the hour. Oh, yeah. I'm, or more. I'm sure. Or who knows. Because, you know... We're gonna fly by the seat of our pants with this one. So if if this is a if this is the thing that you would like a little more of, yep, we'll we'll yeah. be setting the Patreon up and we'll be providing all that info very soon. But until then, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right, later. Bye. So there you go, folks. That's that. If you enjoyed what you heard, if you would like to get more of that delivered weekly then all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash tonemob, check out all the options there, and this is available at the $5 and up level. So if this is something you are interested in, we'll, we'll keep it going, and we'll, we'll be coming at you weekly from the Shred Shed with more stuff. I'll also be putting extended clips as guests have time. I'll be putting extended clips of regular episodes in there, so you'll get even a little more of what you're used to. And... Um, yeah, so go to patreon.com slash tonemob. Link is in the show notes. And thanks for listening. Your regular episode is inbound very soon. One last thing before we totally sign off here. I just want to remind you that if you do any shopping at Stringjoy, that's Stringjoy Guitar Strings made in Nashville, that will help me out as well. As I've said for years, I'm heavily involved in that company. And I really do think they're making the best products on the market. So if you would like to try custom strings, go to tonemob.com stringjoy and check them out today. I seriously, seriously, seriously love what the team down there is doing. I help them out with all kinds of things. And by you supporting them, you are also supporting me as well. And hey, you need some strings, so why not get some custom strings just for your guitar and playing style. Again, the link for that is tonemob.com stringjoy, and that will take you right to their website, and you can do all your shopping through there, and that will help everyone involved out. So thank you very much. Talk to you next time. We are brought to you by the wonderful folks at Gun Street Wiring Shop. Yes, Gun Street Wiring Shop. I've talked about them before. I used to say based out of Bend, Oregon, but guess what? Sean moved to my neck of the woods. Sean's in Portland. Sean is awesome and has helped me with a bunch of stuff lately. And if you have wiring needs for your guitar, he can help you too. If you want to get weird with it, he can get weird. If you just need to spruce things up a little bit, there's your guy. He takes all the guesswork out of doing your guitar wiring, and he makes it simple, and his customer service is top-notch, and I can't say enough good things about Gunstreet as a company. I really respect Sean and what he's all about, and the product is top-notch. I've got... Three different guitars that now have Gun Street harnesses in them, and I could not be happier. So go to GunStreetWiringShop.com and check them out.